Dateline, August 4th, 2014. Well, good day, folks, and welcome to the Australia Desk for episode 310. And, uh, Grant, is there an airport around here somewhere? I think there may be, mate. I think there may be. I'm certainly standing here with my uh, fingers in the airport fence entwined. We certainly are. In fact, we're standing here at uh, Kingsford Smith Airport, Sydney International Airport. What are we doing in Sydney, Grant? That's a long way from home. Yeah, yeah. We we thought we'd come up here and uh, check out a few planes, and right now we're uh, standing nice and close to a few uh, wonderful uh, King Airs from the... uh, from the Air Ambulance Group. But it's funny uh, when you recognise a registration, actually, Grant. We're looking at the uh, Air Ambulance here, VH November Alpha Juliet, and I'm thinking, I know that registration, because you know, Grant, I did my first solo in November Alpha Juliet, but um, it was uh, rather it was a small back then. then. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it was 152, so yeah, no, it's has like been on steroids. That's Turned not a, a King Air. Yeah, that's not a 152 that I've ever flown, mate. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, uh, speaking yeah. of flying, I flew up here on Jetstar, which you're horrified about, but yes, uh, you totally. flew up here on Virgin, but uh, let's talk about my favourite airline, Said no one ever. Tiger Airways, what have they been up to? Oh, no, it's Tiger Air, mate. Tiger Air. Tiger Air. Time to spare. Go Tiger Air. Good Lord. And they've been having some uh, safety issues. Yes, it looks like uh, there's some issues going on between uh, ground crew, the people that are loading up the aircraft, and their pilots. Um, Things are not happy there. In fact, um, a load sheet came down uh, for a uh, flight recently with uh, some uh, very bad fuel figures in it. In fact, um, about 14.5 tonnes lower than it should have been for for a flight from Sydney to Perth is the allegation that we see in this article here in theage.com.au. Now, Grant... um, Interestingly, uh, it says here a bit further down that obviously the pilots worked out that uh, all was not well and loaded up with fuel, but uh, at the end of the uh, flight uh, they got to Perth, the pilots were still stood down for an investigation. So what's going on there? Basically what happened there was that the dispatcher uh, put together a flight plan with uh, fuel based on zero passenger weight. So they had pretty much an empty aircraft and did the fuel burn for that, as opposed to a pretty full aircraft that was madly trying to get away from Sydney before the curfew kicked in. So the pilots realised this, factored in on the back of the envelope their own uh, calculations and uh, went to say, let's go with this amount instead. Uh, Apparently when they landed, it was okay, they still had fuel left, but it wasn't what it should have been based on uh, standards and so on. The fun part was that the dispatcher said that uh, they hadn't really been given a lot of background training on how to use all the systems and uh, and all the tools that they're supposed to use for preparing a flight path. They were a bit of a novice one and they were basically showing how it works a couple of times and then told get out there and do it. So I believe uh, Tiger Airways uses a business model similar to that that I've seen over in Europe with companies like EasyJet where they don't use their own staff to do a lot of this stuff. They use third-party contractors, oh, I think. Well, you know, the Tiger, I've seen all the adverts. Tiger are definitely recruiting. And what I suspect is that this is a case of uh, growth without the required training, a little bit too much cowboy. Uh, you know, get somebody up and running, get them into the place. But unfortunately, uh, yeah, they weren't trained properly by the sounds of it, if, if what is being said by this dispatcher is correct. But you also mentioned some, uh, some uh, mm, altercations between pilots and ground crew. Apparently there's been uh, some harsh words and near fisticuffs between pilots and uh, ramp workers as well. Sounds like the same case as in the railways between drivers and anyone who's not a driver, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is always that. Yeah, in fact, uh, that. the chief pilot uh, is quoted in this article as uh, advising his pilots to be very vigilant when dealing with uh, ground crew and making sure that all these calculations and other ones similar to them are interesting. So perhaps not uh, happy times still over there at Tiger Air. Casa yeah. um, and the ATSB have been looking into this. It would appear at the bottom of this article it says here that... Uh, Whilst they did carry enough to satisfy CASA, they didn't carry enough to satisfy their own company requirements requirements, in terms of reserve fuel when they landed at Perth. There's also been the case of a tug that uh, the the push bar disconnected from the nose wheel and impacted onto one of the engine cowlings. So that caused a little bit of fun as well. But, uh, you know, 
Poor old Tiger, a uh, bit of bit too much rabbit expansion, perhaps without the uh, the thought and effort required to uh, make sure everyone's up to speed. Well, expansion is not always a bad thing, Grant. And in fact, uh, when we talk about uh, aviation, we don't often cover general aviation here in uh, in this. Although, Grant, we've just eaten enough McDonald's, we could expand ourselves oh, right out of our airline seat on the way home. Don't go there. Yeah, let's not go there. Oh, please. Let's talk about Never a local again. manufacturer here in New South Wales called Brumby Aircraft. They make uh, light sport aircraft, and uh, they've just signed a forty-year deal to manufacture their aircraft, the Brumby uh, Light Sport aircraft, the Brumby Low Wing, in fact, over there in China, which is a fantastic deal. And uh, for a small company based in the rural town of Cowra, which is several hundred kilometres away from here in Sydney, um, Paul Goward, the uh, family, the uh, boss of the family-run company there, has done an outstanding job to bring this off. And it uh, looks like, in fact, they'll be bringing back an old aircraft type from the uh, Victor Aircraft Company from many years ago. They've got the plans for the Victor Air Cruiser. Yeah, that's right. That was the four-seat version of the, of the uh, Air Tourer. Uh, so looking forward to uh, seeing what they can do with that. It's interesting because you've got Gips Aero down in Victoria and uh, they've turned around and worked with Mahindra. They're pretty much all but named Mahindra now. And they've bought the uh, rights to build the, uh, the Nomad and re-engineer that. So it'll be interesting to see how that one comes along after they stabilise the GA-10. Now here we've got Brumby doing a deal with China and it uh, sounds really good. Uh, one only hopes that uh, it doesn't follow the path that some Chinese deals have done, which after a few years the Chinese say, thank you, that's it, and then they start doing it all themselves. Yeah, now I spoke to uh, Brumby Aircraft this morning on the phone and we're hoping to line them up for an interview soon because this really is great news and I did ask them that the, regarding the future of their factory in Cowra there. At the moment they can only produce, I believe, five or six aircraft at a time, um, but apparently they're going to retain that factory and in fact it's uh, going to be uh, very heavily involved in the research and development for the Victor Air Cruiser and at the moment as we, uh, you may or may not know uh, GA, private flying in China is uh, not on but um, they're looking to change that and uh, probably getting in there now looking at big companies like Cirrus for example and Continental that are now basically Chinese owned and built Brumby getting in there, that's a fantastic thing. Oh, yeah. So well done, guys. And I've seen some of the photos and heard the stories of light sport aircraft being built in China, and uh, the factory conditions are just fantastic. Absolutely incredible layouts, very uh, attention to detail, schmick and clean. So uh, absolutely brilliant stuff. And, uh, yeah, good on them. I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing how this develops. OK, now, we're not just up in Sydney to stand here by the fence and record this report. We're actually up here at the request of Airbus... We're going to be doing a little bit of work for Airbus tomorrow. The A350 XWB is coming out here to Sydney. It's uh, transiting across from Johannesburg as we speak. Uh, it's going to spend a bit of time here in Sydney doing a media event tomorrow. Then it's going to Auckland. Then it's going to Perth. So it's crisscrossing all over this part of the world. Yep. And uh, really looking forward to that. Some of the photos I've seen of that Airbus A350, very sleek looking machine. I think it looks a bit better than the Dreamliner actually from its uh, rival comp- competitor. Yeah, it doesn't have those upswept wings. So we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Of course, it's really great that uh, another airside servicing truck went past. But, it's, <laughs> of course, it's really great that uh, you know Airbus have asked us to come out here and shoot the video. And really looking forward to that. Of course, right now at the moment where the uh, A350 is going to be tomorrow, there's a Boeing BBJ from the RAF parked over there. Um, I think it's A36001, number one. Oh, I'm very so, impressed, mate. I'm yeah, very impressed. Yeah, well, you know. I had you know to... what a serial number geek I am. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we've got the uh, we've got the BBJ, we've got some corporate jets, we've got a few uh, King Airs. 
I think that's uh, pinging my area neuropsychosis enough for now, and uh, maybe we should look at uh, heading back and getting some rest before an O-Dark 30 ballooning type start. In you the can do what you like, mate. I'm standing here right at this fence all night. There's lots of aircraft here. Yeah, I know, anyway, I know. All right. Uh, there's lots of buses, and there's lots of uh, heavy vehicles, and lots of little cars as well, so it's a noisy little space to uh, figure that we might do um, some recording. I wish there had been more aircraft noise, but anyhow. Anyway, oh, uh, what can you do? There is a curfew at this airport, not like in Melbourne, anyway. Yeah, true. Well, that's everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk, coming to you from Sydney, Australia. Yeah, right near the airport. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm Steve Fisher. And I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks. So you really did your uh, first solo in uh, NAJ, huh? In November Alpha Juliet. I did yeah, indeed. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. How'd you find those PT6s? Yeah, they were awesome, mate. They were awesome. <laughs> yeah. Got a twin rating before I could walk.